This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. I'm drunk. Let's do this. I've got what sounds like the title of a CBBS show. I've got a Ramona. Welcome to Date Fight. Look, it doesn't always have to be all shouting monkeys, does it? No. Sometimes we can just kick back yeah. and enjoy the fact that I'm drunk. Uh, yes. It's a podcast where we take things that occurred on the stage. Yes, we do. He's drinking out. I'm not tapping. Right. This is nice. We've got Lizzie Roper coming in now. Hello, Lizzie Roper's voice, which is arriving. Oh, yes, I'm here. I have arrived. See, this is great. Well, I think oh, I think it's very nice that all of us have been drinking. I, I think it's slightly mm. alarming that it's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I shall take us to the 21st of August, 1911, when former Louvre employee Vincenzo Perugia uh, walked into the Louvre through the tradesman's entrance in wearing his employee's smock. Uh, he went straight to the Salon Carré, which is where the Mona Lisa was hanging, unhooked it, mm. took it down to a Love service it. staircase, took the frame off, rolled it up, shoved it up his shirt and walked back out. Love it. And that's he then, <laughs> Yeah, He then went and hid the Mona Lisa in his apartment by hanging it on the wall of his apartment, where oh. he was interviewed by the police about <laughs> the robbery, who didn't notice it was on the wall. <laughs> What? <laughs> they did a whole wow. interview with him. That's saying, nice. No. That's very nice. That was, what were you uh, doing that like a... morning, the twenty-first, Vincenzo? Yeah. Oh, I was not. I was someone else. It was nothing to do with me. Oh, <laughs> checks out. Yeah, it looks very much like the Mona Lisa up there. Yeah. That's a very nice painting. No, bonjour, bonjour. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Not around the eyes. Look into my eyes. This is not the Mona Lisa you are looking for. In 1913, he moved back to Florence uh, to try to return the Mona Lisa to its homeland. He called Mr Jerry, a gallery owner, who brought in Giovanni Poggi for the Uffizi Gallery, and Perugia said, look, I want some money for this. I've spent two years hanging it in my house. Uh, and they said, yes, 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 no worries. We'll just uh, go and look at it over here. And then they took it and called the police. And <laughs> they gave it back to the Louvre. And Mr Perugia um, was hailed as a patriot, but still went to prison for seven months. Uh, he said he was returning the painting to Italy after Napoleon had stolen it. Unfortunately, the Mona Lisa was taken to France by Leonardo da Vinci himself, who took it as a gift to Francis I 250 years before Napoleon was born. Well, that's embarrassing, isn't it? It is. He should have done his research. Mm. Vincenzo Mm. Perugia went back to France to work as a painter decorator where he died in 1925. Uh, It's been attacked a couple of times since then. Someone threw acid at it in 1956 uh, and later someone threw a rock at it. Uh, Anyway, that's the Mona Lisa. Stolen today in the greatest art heist of the 20th century. August 21st, 1911. It's good, man. Mm. It's good. I think yeah. I think I'm a bit sad. Yeah, you your depth. <clears throat> are, you, are you flailing in the water? That's, are you, no, no. You're, yeah, are you no, not waving but no, drowning? Hey, I'm staying calm because I'm liking this chilled vibe. Yeah. I'm really liking this 
this chill five and nothing's gonna nothing's gonna trip me into nope 21st of August, 1415, yes. and Henry the Navigator. Now, tell me that isn't Ooh. the name of a CBB show. Come on. He assembles the Portuguese forces, and he's mm. like, see that place there? Feuta, Suta, Chuta. I don't know. I don't know. Do your Portuguese accent. It'll help. Well, they landed on the Playa San Amaro. Mm. And 45,000 men he had. Lizzie? Anyway, yeah. no, nothing. I. Must <laughs> be a bit sore. Nothing, nothing. 200 Sauce. ships they had. And they're like, right, we can do this, guys. We can take Seyuta, whatever it is, we're going to take it. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And they got there, and everyone was like, whoa. Okay. And. They just had it. It was a total anticlimax. They were like, oh, uh, right then. Mm. It's ours now. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, sure. There's 45,000 of you. Yeah, just have it. And they're like, right, well, we're, we're, we're going to host the, the flag, the, the flag of Theruta. Uh, it's just like the flag of Lisbon. Uh, so n- nothing, nothing unusual. Anyway, there wasn't really anything there. Uh, And so he was kind of like, oh, that wasn't very good. Was there a people? Was there a river? Was there a bank? Was there a (laughs) 7-Eleven? Yes. Was there a Starbucks? Yes. Yes. There was some good stuff. There was some exquisite little... Do you want to try navigating us somewhere good, Henry? (laughs) (laughs) All right. There was some exquisite little custard tarts. And also... That is very good. Well, here's the thing. Why does this matter? It matters because... This was, yes, why does this matter? This was the beginning of the Portuguese empire in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they expanded. There was Morocco where they had, they didn't have custard tarts, but there was grain and cattle. And that's all you need to make custard tarts and sugar yeah. and textiles. Oh. So you could even have a bag for your custard tarts mm-hmm. as well as for fish. Your if you like. Natta. Natta. Yeah. For your <laughs> Yes, exactly that. And this was all because um, Portuguese navigators had discovered the Volta do Mar. Sorry, that means the turn of the sea. They they found out how to sail because they couldn't. There were there was a technique. There was there were special sails that you could use to sort of sail more or less into the wind. But they needed to discover this to navigate the Atlantic and get sort of out and then back again. And they did. And this was all part of that. And it was the age of discovery or the age of exploration, or if you prefer, the age of just walking into other people's lives and ruining them. Yes. And all of that. And it all began then, all right? There. All for a custard tart. I mean, it all started just there, guys. Just there. Mm. Really calm. Why isn't custard tart Cockney rhyming slang? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, a lovely custard. A mustard fart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to oh, the most babe. relaxed. Oh, babe. Oh. Oh. Happy birthday to Usain Bolt. Babe. He's the world record holder in the 100 metres. Farting. He's a massive farter. It's That's an assist. It's, it's an illegal. He yeah, got done for it. Extra yeah, he got done for it. Yeah. He can fart at 15 miles an hour. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> He's 
an eight-time Olympic. All right, I've got a question. I've got a question. I've got a question. I've got a question. All right. Come on, what's your question? What's your question, little Mr. I'm standing on a hill, right, and in high winds, like it's a gale blowing. Yes. Softly, I break wind. It stays with me. The wind blows through it without moving it. But here's the wait. Here's the real conundrum. I do the same thing in the same gale. I walk. It follows me. I think what we have there so is the your, power of veganism. Yes, I'm your trying. emissions have the density and clagginess of <laughs> a sponge cake. Or are they lighter? Well, exactly. Is it lighter than air or heavier than air? If it was heavier, heavier, I thought it would get blown away. No, you know you know it's all nude during this procedure. Every, always, everywhere I go. That's a much better picture in everybody's head. <laughs> yeah, just the lower half, though. I've got yeah. like a cagoule on Probably, yeah, and a bobble hat. On top. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only way to be naked. I had to be naked from the waist down on stage, and it's a really freeing experience. Oh, my God. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. How was that? As a play, a again. play called Killer Joe. No, ki- no, this was Killer Joe, um, Tracy Letts, and it starts off... Starts off with a man banging on a door, and it's and then this woman comes on, who's his stepmom, who is naked from the waist down, and she shouts at him, and he's like, "Oh God, put it away! I can see your lips, I can see your lips moving." Is <laughs> wow. the line. That feels like course, very Route One comedy to me. Yes, yeah. and and at first, of course, it was quite, it was quite uncomfortable in rehearsals, um, sort of doing it. Oh my God, and then I'd made, of course, I'd made a pack with myself, not just you know, just to let it grow wild and shaggy, um, leading to. Um, Dave John saying, "Oh, look! It's like she's got animal trapped between her legs." And wow. then, after a while, after That's a while, yeah, Ken Lynch's Davy Johns, representing the progressive politics for which he is most famous. Yeah. After a while, at the Edinburgh Festival, I, like sort of two weeks into the run, by this time I'd, I'd got used to having my hoo-ha mm. out on stage. I used to stand over the actor who was sitting down at this point and then I would, and then I one day I just put one leg up on the coffee table in front of him so it really, it was coming at him um, which put him off slightly and then the next day I did it again and he just tilted his head and looked up it and that and that's when you realise you're not as bold as you think you are, Lizzie Rover. Oh. <laughs> I have three more facts about Usain Bolt but I'm not going to tell them now. Yes you are, come on. <laughs> He started a company. What do you think his company makes? Um, bolts. A uh, shreddy's cloth. fart pants. Bolts. It's mobility scooters. <laughs> mobility oh, scooters wow. that can really? go up to thirty miles an hour. So you could actually outrun Usain Bolt by going on one of his mobility scooters. Now that's also the program I want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to Wang Dongjing, who died in 2015. He was the head of Mao's personal bodyguard and was called Wang Dongqing. Uh, he was vice chairman of the Communist Party from 1977 to 1980 and is called Wang Dongqing. He died at the age of 99, having complained in 2011 that everyone's too fixated on money. That's Wang Dongqing. They weren't fixated on money. They were fixated on saying Wang Dongqing. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. I'd rather have quite money. right too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so drunk. Uh, Lizzie Roper. Uh, uh, Time uh, to uh, disrobe your nethers yes. and tell us what you think. Time for you, you think to today. unfurl your judgments. Yes. I'm, put, I'm putting one leg up onto the coffee table <laughs> as I speak. And out tumbles um, your decision. 
for you to peruse my Vincenzo. Oh, is that where the Mona Lisa's been hiding all this time? Oh, Mr. Jerry, I do but declare. Um, that's, yes, that's no per- custard tart. <laughs> that's very. That's fa- it's a very good story, isn't it? It's very good. Mm. Ten out of ten. It's very, very good story. It's a very good story. But it was also very good to hear from Jacob Yap. <laughs> about how they made the natter. Because natter. Whenever, you, whenever you, or whenever, don't you find it, whenever you order one of those in a shop, you want to go, I'd have a cappuccino, please, and a natter. <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> Whether I'm thinking about uh, Do write in at, at date <laughs> underscore fight to yeah. give us your opinions on how you oh. order Portuguese delicacies. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we should call you Nata Tapley from now on. You should. Nata Tapley. you just joined us, can yes, I just. May I? I've been. such a tight format when we came up with it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, you added it. I tried to make a kitchen. I've been trying to make a kitchen for about, well, since February when I ordered it. And it arrived what? about four weeks ago. And I started putting this kitchen, like units and stuff, replacement units for holes in my kitchen from home base. Oh, there's your big mistake. And they didn't deliver it for six months. And then they got the order wrong. And then they got Mm. the doors wrong. And then, right, Mm. so it's all just, it's flat pack stuff. Like it's not, there's nothing rocket science-y about this. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to bolting on the handles, right, for your drawers Mm -hmm. and stuff, it says... Oh, yeah, just cut the bolts to length, uh, the hacksaw or something, Um, according to, and I quote, the thinkness of the door. Oh, I love the thinkness of the door. I'm like, you're think as shint. (laughs) 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 And why do I have to get a hacksaw out? Like, that that constitutes proper building, doesn't it? Yeah, like a proper butch man. And I did it. And you have to do that naked from the waist down. And I did it, and I did it naked from the waist down, and my custard tart was dripping. And I've done it. So help oh. me, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. Except well, for, except for the, the doors, edge. because there's no... <laughs> yeah, they take too long. Yeah. yeah. So, but does it take ages. Does it match the rest of your kitchen? <laughs> yes, that was the whole point. Is it's oh, wow. To sort of fill in literally holes in there from old appliances that were terrible. Oh, so you literally are Superman. I'm... Listen, right now, I feel like a proper man. Mm. Mm. What are you doing later, Nat? Looking at bits of Lord Grossman tart. on Yeah, and tarts. Yeah. Well, by the power that invested Bar-ba-do. in me, by the spirit of the holy natter. Let it be um, nourishment to my body. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'm very sorry, Nat. It's going to have to be Jake. Uh, he gave what? us the power what? of custard. 5-1. Five, 5-1 yes. this week. That's a, I, I, I can't. That seems. I mean, that feels wrong. Yeah. And that was an amazing story about a guy with a Mona Lisa hanging on his wall in his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to appeal. <laughs> I'm appealing. <laughs> not you're not appealing. You're absolutely disgusting. <laughs> uh, put it away. Nobody needs to see yeah. that. Well, on I mean, that. You don't mean that. So, yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, sorry. On that, I it's interrupted been... your, your great summation there, and it was really good. Yeah, it wasn't really. I was just going to say goodbye. Come back tomorrow if you like hearing. Jake tell inferior stories yeah. and win with them. I promised you that's <laughs> It was when he talked about his dripping natter. I thought that's, yeah. that, that did it for me. Back of the neck, quite frankly.
<laughs> you know, for me, oh, well, at the very the least, just getting worse. Bottom of the bucket, yeah. yeah. For me, it's 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 just it's these little things that tip me over the edge. <laughs> Do you? Um... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you too. Do you? How often? <laughs> No, do you, Lizzie, like, because I, I read a thing once about, like, mm. women and the things that tip them over the edge, right? Don't ever read up things about women. Right, and, but they were saying it would be things like a lovely waterfall, <laughs> a strong a, a strong horse galloping through a meadow. Or, oh, every time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I can't watch a Lloyd's advert without... Were all of these women Nanette Newman? <laughs> <laughs> Or a custard tart. But, like, it was, like, not sexual. Like, beautiful clouds. Those were the things yes. that tipped them over the edge. Is that... Is, does that... Is that... Does that... It's our emotional intelligence that we like to mm. wear very thinly all over ourselves. Yeah, like, yes. custard mix. Nata! Nata! Right. Goodbye. Thank you very much to all of you, little custard mm. tarts. We will see you tomorrow. Yes. If you want to get in touch before then, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's all those things. Yeah. Or keep us doing this for everyone else by yeah. going to patreon.com for just take fight. Yes. Making sure this never ends. Yes. Who would ever want this to end? Not me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You've got some lip stamina. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. Listener.